0: Be seated. We'll do some calisthenics here for a little while. It's good to be in the house of the Lord, especially good to be in the house of the Lord here today in this place in wonderful presence of God. Tremendous! I'm always amazed. I I understand how it happens and and uh, how it's like it is. When we come in and we begin to worship the Lord, the spirit that we feel in the house. I come early, I listen to the practices. Old saying is practice makes perfect. I don't know if it's always perfect every time, but the spirit of the Lord is every single time. Yeah. I I tell you this church, you don't take a back seat to anybody in your music and uh, your worship and I so very much appreciate the opportunity to be here again with brother and sister Mullings and their family it's been an honor to be here and uh, <clears throat> I'm trying brother you you might have to help me on this here you know adrenaline and taking it easy and uh, now I understand but In the years that Sister Pearson and I have pastored and traveled, every once in a while you run across somebody that has sought for the Holy Ghost for eternity. And uh, I know and I appreciate so much what you have explained here. And there's one little portion of it that really sticks out when you talked about making the home a spiritual place also. And I tell people everywhere I go when somebody's praying for the Holy Ghost so desperately, I'm not afraid to stop somebody. I don't stop them. I stop everybody around me. And I talk to them. I'm not afraid to slow it down because so much of the time they don't really understand what is taking place. And I think you're going to have a great outpouring of the Holy Ghost. That's the first I've seen this, setting the stage ahead of time. And uh, God wants to do a great thing. But I also like adrenaline. Amen. Amen, amen. So you can stand with me if you would this morning for the reading of the word of the Lord. And um, forgot what I did with my water. I'm also glad for my nephew and and uh, to be here in the house of the Lord with us today. God is good, church. He is good all the time. I'm going to read to you from 2nd Peter, 1st Peter chapter 5 and verse 8. 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about. And he has a purpose. He wants to destroy. Let's lift our hands and our voice to the Lord. God, we love you today. Thank you, Lord, for your presence, God, for your many blessings you've given us. ask you to touch us today as we break your bread today, Lord Jesus. Give us the anointing God to bring forth your word. We ask it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. You may be seated. Paul said in Romans chapter 14, How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Are you thankful for your pastor today? Amen. How can they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be spent, sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings. Of good things. I want to preach to you for a little while today. Amen. Concerning the preaching of the Word of God. Amen. The Bible tells us to be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, he goes about as a roaring lion. The Apostle Paul lays it out in the passage that I just read to you. How can they hear without a preacher? I want to tell, talk to you today for a little while about the power of the preached Word of God. I love music. I love this music here. I love to drive down the road and put on a gospel station and hear the beautiful singing. And all of that, I enjoy it. But let me tell you something, there is nothing in this world that can take the place... ...of anointed preaching. Amen. The devil does not like this kind of preaching. In fact, he doesn't like any kind of preaching. But I'm here to tell you today for just a little while... ...I would like to dedicate this message today to the devil. I would like to let him know we're still one God, apostolic, tongue-talking people. Amen. Hey, man. We don't spend a whole lot of time talking about the devil, and that is for a reason. But I want to give him some time tonight for a little while, today. The devil, he is real. He's not a figment of my imagination, but he is real. He's the enemy of your soul. He is atrociously wicked. He is not just trying to stir up a little trouble. But he, his, his goal is that he destroys each and every one of us. He is the ruler of darkness. I think of the little song that the kids used to sing in Sunday school. The devil is a sly old fox. If I could catch him, I'd put him in a box. I'd shut the door and throw away the key for all the tricks that he has played on me. I'm here to tell you today the devil is real. I'm not giving him glory, uh, but I want to preach to you about the enemy of our soul. We do forget sometimes. uh, Amen. We are so blessed. uh, Amen. To feel what we have felt today. uh, And we walk in, and we should, uh, with expectations. uh, But we should also walk into the house of the Lord, ready to do warfare uh, against the enemy of our soul. He is real. He is the tempter. He's the accuser. He's the father of lies. He's the wicked one. He plots. He schemes. He commands. He He directs destruction. I'm here to tell you, church, He is the enemy of our soul. Amen. God is our peace. In our sanctity, He is our everything that there is. Uh, we have never, church, uh, we need to realize we have never lived in a time like we are living in today. Uh, it's time that we give God our all. It's time uh, that we make changes uh, if we have changes uh, in our life that needs change. Uh, Isaiah said in 520, uh, He said, Woe unto them that call evil good. And good evil uh, that put darkness for light and light for darkness uh, and put bitter for sweet uh, and sweet for bitter. Uh, I'm here to tell you today... uh, I want you to understand the devil uh, is not God's counterpoint uh, because God does not have one. Uh, The Word of God tells us uh, in Isaiah 45, 5, I am the Lord uh, and there is none else. There is no God beside me. Uh, He said in Deuteronomy chapter 6, 4, Hear, O Israel, uh, the Lord our God uh, is one Lord. Do you believe that today, church? Uh, There's one Lord, one faith, uh, and one baptism. Uh, Amen. We need to understand uh, the devil is not as powerful uh, as Almighty God. Uh, Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 5 says, uh, There's one Lord, uh, one faith, one baptism. Uh, Amen. One God, Father of all, uh, who is above all and through all and in you all. Uh, Isaiah said in 44, 8, Is there a God beside me? Uh, Yea, there is no God beside me. Uh, I'm here to tell you today uh, we need to magnify uh, the glory and the power uh, of Almighty God uh, every time we come uh, to the house of God. uh, It's time, church, uh, this book, uh, amen, this Bible, uh, this Word of God. uh, He's everything uh, that we will ever need. uh, It is in this book today. Uh, Amen. I hate the enemy uh, of our soul. uh, And so I feel uh, I am obligated uh, to come against him. Uh, Every time I come behind uh, the pulpit, I want to see the enemy fail. Uh, I want to see him today fail. Uh, I want to see him fail uh, in your homes. Uh, Amen. Thank God what you said, brother. uh, about the home. Uh, We need to bring Jesus uh, into the home. Uh, We need to bring the move uh, of the Spirit of God uh, into our homes uh, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, Amen. Uh, I'm here to tell you the the devil, he hates the preaching uh, of the Word of God. Uh, I'm not exalting uh, the preacher, uh, but I am exalting uh, the Word of Almighty God. Paul said in 10 14, uh, how shall they call on him? Uh, you don't, you're not going to hear it. Uh, he says, but how shall they call on him uh, who him they have not believed? Uh, amen. When you walk into this church uh, and you don't know God, uh, I guarantee you when you leave this house, uh, you're going to hear something uh, from a preacher uh, and you're going to go out of here uh, with some knowledge uh, that you didn't come in with. Uh, Amen. Uh, Second Corinthians chapter 10 uh, and verse 4. uh, God does not leave us uh, powerless, uh, but he told us uh, for the weapons of our warfare, uh, they are not carnal, uh, but they are mighty uh, through God. uh, to the pulling down of strongholds. It's time, church, amen, that we believe and we come in the house believing and we leave willing, amen, that we've got weapons to go against the enemy of our soul. I'm here to tell you, church, it is our day and it is our hour to be vigilant. Let's give the Lord, Lord a hand clap. The apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 1 and 4 and 18 he said for the preaching of the cross is to them perish foolishness uh, but unto us I said unto us which are saved uh, it is the power of almighty God uh, I'm telling you church uh, there's a war going on uh, a man in our world today physically uh, but we've got a war, a war to fight, uh, amen, in the house of God uh, and in our homes. Uh, we will not succeed uh, if we do not take it uh, into our homes uh, and get it into our children. Uh, amen. Uh, we've got to do it, church. Uh, Isaiah 59 says, So shall they fear uh, the name of the Lord from the west. Uh, and the glory from the rising of the sun. Uh, when the enemy shall come in. Uh, and I heard that many times. Uh, when the enemy shall come in like a flood. Uh, amen. But uh, I heard uh, 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 one of our noted preachers preaching. uh and he said in the, in the, in the original, uh, there was no abbreviation. Uh, and so I looked at that scripture differently. Uh, amen. When the enemy shall come in uh, like a flood, uh, the Spirit of the Lord uh, will raise up a standard. Uh, amen. If we keep doing what we're doing, church, uh, if we magnify the Lord uh, and we glorify Him, uh, amen, and the preacher has liberty, uh, amen, when he comes behind this pulpit, uh, Amen. We're going to rise up. Uh, I love to preach today uh, about how limited uh, the enemy of our soul is. Uh, I love to preach about how small he is. Uh, I love to preach about how insignificant he is. Uh, I love to preach about how ineffective he is. Uh, Amen. I love to preach one God, Jesus' name, baptism Uh, to him uh, it 's time church uh, to let the devil know uh, amen that we're on a solid foundation uh, and magnify him uh, amen uh, that's when uh, we let the adrenaline go uh, in the house of God uh, and we begin to sing uh, and we begin to shout uh, and we begin to praise god uh, I 'm here to tell you uh, there is nothing in the world uh, like the power of preaching uh, amen. And the power of praying, Uh, I'm telling you, church. uh, We need, uh, I think, a reawakening uh, of who we really are uh, in this world. You can be seated. My little mother, she was, she was a a, a real small uh, woman. And Sister Mercer's here; she's my cousin too. And uh, her mom was a preacher. In fact, her her mom started uh, the church in Buckeye, Arizona, and the one that Brother Ray Brown pastors now in Avondale. And uh, but my mom and 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 uh, my aunt, they knew how to get a hold of God. They knew how to tune in. And my mother, it didn't take her. You could call a mom, and uh, you could. Tell her, we, we, we need to pray. Somebody's in, in trouble. Somebody somebody is, in, is really needing a touch. And my, my, my mom, if anybody, if any of us, we had any difficulties, would say, call mom. Call mom. She had instant access. She would start off with something like, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. And then she began to pray in a tongue. That was out of the earthly. And I mean she knew how to touch God. In a moment's time. I say that my mother could make the devil feel like he was in minus 40 degree weather in North Dakota. When she began to pray in other tongues. Uh, amen. I'm here to tell you uh, Satan hates preaching. Uh, and he hates uh, the Word of God, He hates it when we get involved in the house of God like we have today in the worship uh, and we begin to talk to Him. Uh, amen. It's our time, church, uh, as never before uh, to see revival. Uh, it's revival time. Uh, amen. Uh, amen. It's revival time. Uh, and you got a man of God that preaches the Word of God. Uh, but we need to get excited about Him. Uh, amen. I want to preach to the enemy uh, of our soul for a little while today. Uh, I want to preach Isaiah 9, 6 to Him. Uh, he is a wonderful counselor. Uh, he's the mighty God, the everlasting Father. Uh, he's a Prince of Peace. Uh, I want to preach to the devil today. Uh, amen. That He was the babe in the manger. Uh, that He is a seawalker. Uh, he's the bread breaker. Uh, he's a blind eye opener. Uh, He's the one that commands uh, the wind and the rain. Uh, Amen. He's the one, uh, when we preach it, uh, demons will flee. Uh, Amen. Uh, He's the one that was bruised. Uh, Amen, uh, for my iniquities. Uh, He's the one that was wounded uh, for my transgressions. Uh, He's the lamb uh, that was slain uh, from the foundation of the world. Uh, Every one of us uh, need to become a preacher. Uh, Amen, not taking the place uh, of the anointed preaching, uh, but on the streets uh, and on our job uh, and wherever we are, uh, our our lifestyle should emanate. Uh, Amen, the preaching, uh, of the word of God. Uh, I'm preaching to you tonight church. Uh, a man uh, to build your faith. Uh, a man preaching uh, is the heart uh, and the soul of the church. Uh, preaching is doubt's demise. Uh, preaching is truth set on fire. Uh, preaching is faith's food, uh, it's frustration's funeral, uh, it's fear's failure, uh, it's God's gift, uh, it's hell's greatest enemy. Uh, if you've got lost souls, uh, amen, in your family, uh, you know what you need to do? Uh, you need to start praying uh, against the enemy uh, of your soul. Uh, when we begin to worship God, uh, we're sending Him uh, a message. Uh, amen. Uh, preaching uh, of the Word of the Lord. It's a saint's delight. Uh, it's sinner's best friend. Uh, amen. Uh, it's sin's greatest adversary. Uh, I want to tell you today, uh, preaching will sustain you uh, when all life has failed you. Uh, there is nothing uh, that can take the place uh, of the preaching uh, of the Word of God uh, when your pastor stands behind this pulpit. Uh, amen. Uh, you ought to get same feeling uh, amen when he preaches uh, amen in your spirit uh, it will sustain you till heartbreak sits down uh, it will sustain you uh, amen till grief passes uh, it will sustain you uh, until tribulation uh, runs out of breath uh, i'm telling you church uh, There is nothing uh, like the preaching uh, of the Word of Almighty God. Uh, Amen. At five years old, uh, I received the baptism uh, of the Holy Ghost. Uh, That was 70-something years ago. Uh, It's still just as real today. uh, And I still get stirred in my spirit uh, when I hear a preacher preach, uh, amen, about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Uh, Amen. You want your kids to live right. Uh, amen. Lift up the man of God. Uh, amen. You want your children uh, to take part in the house of God. Uh, get behind the preacher. Uh, as a young person, uh, it sustained me uh, when the world came calling. Uh, I remember messages. Uh, I was sitting in a, I was at a camp meeting, and uh, okay, I gotta let the uh, adrenaline calm down now. I want you to hear this church. I want you to hear how impactful the Word of God is. I was at a camp meeting and after the preaching of the, after the preaching services all over we had had a great great time. and we were in the fellowship hall eating after church that night and I just happened to be sitting with a, a group of young ministers. Brother Robert Jeans Jr. His brother Brad. Uh, brother Godair's son-in-law, who's an evangelist. There was about a half a dozen. I I just happened to be the oldest man sitting with all these young preachers. And all of them are tremendous preachers. But somebody started, and I don't remember who it was. And, and this happens quite often when you get preachers together. Somebody said, do you remember a message that brother so-and-so preached at such a conference and so-and-so? So So they begin to tell it. And it goes around the table. And uh, finally, I was the last one and the oldest one. I mentioned names that some of them didn't know. Most of them did, but I said... Does anybody remember George Glass? Does anybody here remember George Glass? George Glass was very, very prominent in the apostolic movement in the UPC 100 years ago. Not quite, but it seemed like it. He's dead and gone now. But I'll never forget, I started relating these messages to him. I'll never forget a message at Arlen Glass when the God at a general conference when God turns the devil's own weapons against him. Against the devil. And then they perked up on this name. I said, did you ever hear J.T. Pugh? You ever heard J.T. Pugh? A few of you have. He was a incredible man of God. And I remember hearing him at Anaheim General Conference. And he preached stars you've never seen before. But I also heard him preach another time. Your first night in hell. Powerful. Preaching. There's nothing like the preaching. The devil will let us sing till we can't sing a song and we battle the enemy. Like I told you last Sunday, the worship, when we worship, the devil hates it. And then I ask, I said, does anybody remember TG McNeely? Trophies of Hell. And if you knew anything about TG McNeely, you would know the tragedy. I'm telling you, we gotta have preaching, church. We gotta have preaching. Brother Vaughn Morton, just let it unfold. Any of you heard that message? Just let it unfold. Arlen Ray Foss Out of the Storm and into the rapture. He preached that at a camp meeting where Sister Pierce and I were. came to pass years later exactly what he had preached to me and two other preachers. He preached it to everybody, but he became alive. Every one of us went through something. Every single one that he had, the three of us help him. I grant you, none of the three of us ever forgot it. There is nothing like the preaching of the Word of God. Everywhere Jesus went, he went preaching. Saul scattered the disciples. Saul consenting to Stephen's death there was great persecution you know we don't want persecution we don't like persecution but it comes and it's we, we've just got a little taste church. Have we already forgotten that they shut our churches down just a few months ago? I'm telling you. But you know what happened when Saul did that? The Bible says they scattered abroad. And what did they do? They went preaching the word of God. Saul brought havoc to the church. And it caused the gospel to go out far and wide. And then Paul has an encounter with God. And what did Paul do? do. Amen. Paul went preaching to the unknown world at that time. I'm here to tell you church. God wants preaching in our churches like never before. Paul turned his world upside down. God does not destroy us. But through the preaching of the word. He enables us. And He forgives us. And He gives us direction in the Holy Ghost. God will never give up on anybody as long as we don't give up on God. I'm here to tell you God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. I want the musicians to come if you would. I'm here to tell you today we need to lock in. We need to lock in. Amen to the preaching of the Word of God every single time that we come to the house of God. You've got it all here, church. Uh, Make the most of it. Uh, You've got great worship. Uh, You've got great worship here in this house. Uh, And I'm telling you, you've got great preaching uh, in the house of God. Uh, We've just got to make up our mind. It's up to us individually. Uh, We've got to make up are mine. Uh, I'm going to fall in love uh, with a preaching of the Word of God like I never have before. Uh, Amen. It's our day uh, and it is our time. Uh, We've got to make up our mind. I love to tell this story. I trained dogs for many, many years for a living. And... uh, had a training school and we would take about up to 30 dogs one time once a week and we would, we would teach their owners how to, how to teach them and uh, you start off and you make a big circle and you got a, a our society don't like these terms anymore but choke collar And a leash. And you'd walk around in a big circle. And you're getting those dogs. When they would get too far ahead, you'd snap that leash. You know, you get them when you get through They're going to heal at your left leg. You know. Without a leash. But there was a young lady there who had a beautiful white pit bull. Beautiful dog. Purebred. And that dog wanted to fight everything from a Chihuahua to a St. Bernard. He didn't care. He'd hit the end of that leash and it'd flip him. And man, he was up and going at him again. And this went on for a little while. So I gave that young lady a present the next class. I gave her about a two and a half inches of a heater hose. And I told her, I said, now when that dog even looks at another dog, I want you to smack him across the snout with that hose by the end of that class that dog was healing beside her I'm here to tell you church I'm here to tell you it's time when the enemy comes get your heater hose out when the enemy comes in like a flood just refer to the word of God stand with me just refer to the word of God and let him have it That's what we do when we worship Him, the Lord. That's what we do when we say amen, when the preacher is preaching the Word of the Lord. It's time, church. This still works today in our day, in our hour. It is the greatest commodity that we have, is the preaching of the Word of God. It was about, I think now three years ago, that I was going back to Georgia where we had been a lot. Sister Pearson would, and I would go there and downstairs in that, in, in that basement, uh, Fellowship Hall, was the adult Bible class. And uh, there was always about 100 people down there for adult class before we went up for service. And there was a, a gentleman there that he would sit over on the, that far side of the building. And uh, it was obvious his wife was apostolic. And I never saw that man make any kind. He just sat there through the teaching. And we'd been going back and forth for close to 10 years. Every time we'd go, same scenario. He's sitting right over there. Just sitting there. And when I would get up to preach in that church, it's a big church, he would always be on the about three fourths back on that side against the wall. I never saw him move, I never saw him lift his hands, never saw him pray. Not one thing. And so I'm going back to Georgia to preach. I felt like the Lord wanted me to preach this message. So I looked back and I'd already preached it there. But I said, I'm going to preach it anyway. I'd never really given him any thought, except I just knew he didn't get involved. But I preached this same message there that Sunday. And I was working the altars. We had a lot of people praying. I went and sat down over against the wall. I was exhausted. And somebody came and got a hold of my arm. And they shook my arm and they said, Brother, Mr. So-and-so is in the altar. He said, he's come for 13 years. And he's never prayed. And he's never gone to the altar. I got up. And I walked over there. And this man is weeping. And he was in stammering lips. And I just said to him, that's the Holy Ghost. It's all over you. I got a clip of it. Shouting, praising God, speaking in tongues. There's nothing in the world like the preaching of the Word God. He's involved on the platform now. He's involved in everything they're doing. I'm telling you, we need to cherish the preaching of the Word of God as never before. Because we got some dark times coming, church. Let me just tell you, if you're sitting around just hoping everything's going to get better, it ain't. It ain't. But greater. But greater. If we begin to come around this altar we need to come to this altar thank God for your pastor thank God for the preachers here and just begin to thank God greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world All oh, us come and love him a little while church God I love you Lord I love you Lord I love you Lord I love you Lord we're going to keep preaching water baptism in Jesus' name. We're going to keep preaching. We're going to keep preaching the essentiality of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We're going to keep preaching holiness, righteousness. We're going to keep preaching love, your neighbor as yourself. It's time to talk to in church. Let's love it. Oh, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Oh, I believe your word, Lord, as it is written. I has not seen nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man. This is for this church, the things that